Mr. Campbell, how did the dead I play the flute with no lips and no lungs to blow into the flute? <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking way too deep about this yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to two maddening hours of horror and fright. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Who the hell are you? Name's Ash. Housewares. Children of the night, what music they make. So fantasized about being killed. I'm running this fucking car now, Frankenstein, and I want to know what the fuck you're doing with my time. Hi, I'm Candy the Final Girl. You found me beautiful once. Honey, you got real ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Shaun of the Dead. First you want to kiss me, then you want to kill me. Blow. <laughs> <laughs> and this is The House That Screams. Tonight we are talking about the 1992 cult classic, Army of Darkness. Also known in Japan as Captain Supermarket. That's <laughs> 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 amazing. My favorite piece of trivia. Um, tonight, joining us, we have Nico Nice. Yo, she bitch. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. We have Dave German. Nick Do. Barada. <laughs> <laughs> we have Crystal. Oh, you miserable bag of bones. Pick yourselves up and sally fuck. Sally forth. Sally forth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Erica Wright. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Well, I've got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. <laughs> <laughs> and returning front of the show, Jenna Fryer. All right, you primitive, primitive screw heads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Yeah. <laughs> and Jenna's going to start us off tonight. Um, I don't think I've ever started off. Do you talk about, like, the plot? Whatever you want. It's a house of um, screams, baby. <laughs> Um, so this is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I was really excited to watch it again and, like, talk about it. And then I realized, I'm like, hmm, there's not really, like, I just really like it. I don't know what to say about it. That's, and then, of course, this is the first time that I, that I actually, like, <laughs> intro everything. <laughs> um. I don't but, know what to say about it. Let's go on a podcast and talk about yeah! it. <laughs> I was like, maybe someone will bring something up. Oh God, that's gonna be me. <laughs> but um, it's just like a really fun movie. Um, it's really bizarre, and it's definitely like, like I guess uh, uh um, Sam Raimi. What I like about um, what I like about certain directors is they um, 
once they hit a certain age or a certain like amount of success, they kind of just make movies for them and they're like, ah, fuck it, you know? And, and it's just kind of funny because like Sam Raimi did it so quickly. <laughs> like Aria Darkness, I feel is just something that he wanted to do. <laughs> um, so it's, it's a really, I don't know. It's a really fun movie. I really liked it. It's really bizarre. It, it, walks different lines of genres and yeah okay um that's a good start uh i i was 13 when this movie came out um that shows my age but um when we talked about the evil dad which was recent i um was saying that it is my third favorite of this series, and I think people took that as, I don't like this movie. I love this movie. I love all of the Evil Dead franchise. I, I fucking love all of it. So, just because it's my third favorite does not mean I don't love it. I, I just want to say that now. Um, this movie, I guess, uh, after, like, because Evil Dead 2, I think, was, like, the perfect mix of, we had gore and whatever, but this movie... When I watched it, I was kind of like, I love it because, you know, everybody's firing on all cylinders and it had a lot more uh, of the comedic one-liners, you know, the things that I like about Freddy type stuff, you know, were just so quotable. And, but I think where it goes to the number three spot is like, it's not really a horror movie. It's, it's like Jenna no. was saying, it's more of like an action comedy with some horror themes, mm -hmm. but definitely infinitely quotable. And, um, you know, this is my boomstick. I mean, of course. And, and, and the quote that I use the honey, you got real ugly. I, I say <laughs> that all the time. Um, In what I, context? I don't, it depends on the day. Like just random people on the street or... <laughs> you know, you found me beautiful ones, honey. You got real ugly. Like, I just find a way, like, I use the monkey farm from Day of the Dead a lot, too. Like, I don't one. really need a reason, no. I guess. When um, I, I walk around my house just going, little goody two-shoes, little goody two-shoes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, I think... Um, the whole the the love for the three stooges is so this is a love letter in its own way to their you know uh sam and and bruce and 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 that whole crew's love for the three stooges there's so many homages to them you know like the skeleton's trying to poke his eyes out and he's like doing the you know whatever <laughs> like so there's a lot of physical comedy which we knew that bruce could pull off from evil dead too so like that was just even a bigger thing here so yeah, this this movie is is like the ultimate ass to a lot of people, and uh, and 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 I I do love it. I'm sorry, just wanted to let that make that known. Uh, I believe you were next, Sean of the Dead. Yeah, I. Uh, <clears throat> so we've talked a lot in previous episodes about hybrid films, and you know I think back to like uh, um, uh, when we did uh, Event Horizon. Uh, and that was like a hybrid of like horror and sci-fi. Um, we did They Live, which was like a mashup of horror, sci-fi, and action. You know, and so you get these genre-bending films. And if you look at the Evil Dead franchise, the trilogy, you start out with the original Evil Dead as a horror film. And then you get to Evil Dead 2, and that's like a hybrid of horror and comedy. But then they do Army of Darkness, 
which is horror and comedy, and then it brings in a little bit of fantasy. Yeah. And that's what really got me about this, because if there's anything that I love, it's fucking fantasy. I, I said, um, and, I, I'm going to tell my kids that this is Lord of the Rings. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, and Ash is, what, Aragorn? Yeah. So... <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, this film, like, you know, Candy talked about the Three Stooges references, and, and it's just, there's so much humor in this. Um, I would actually say it's more comedy than horror. Um, the special effects, a lot of them are cheesy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, there's we're not talking groundbreaking shit here. Um, a, a lot of the groundbreaking stuff, they did in Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Um, especially cinematography. Um, but you know, what we got in this film was just pure fucking fun. Um, you, you had your, your, uh, um, um, Harryhausen references when you see like the, the, the skeletons and the, the, the animation with the skeletons and stuff. Um, it just, there so much, so much enjoyable humor in this. Probably this is where all the Ash quotes come from. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the only quote that I could think of that didn't come from this was Evil Dead 2 with Swallow Your Soul. But they, they throw that in this one, too. So, well, I mean, and the groovy, which is also. Oh, right, right, right. Which, mm-hmm. you know, he says in this, too. So, you know, but I mean, it's uh, uh, just such a great fucking film. Um, I was 15 when it came out. I think maybe I was 16 or 17 when I saw it. You couldn't have been 15. I was 13. 14, 14, 14, whatever, whatever. I'm only, I'm, 20, you know, I'm like, only 21. So but yeah, great film. Great. You know, you just, you see the, the uh, evolution um, from these three films and you know what it did with uh, all of their careers. Uh, you know, Bruce Campbell is fucking hilarious. Uh, if you've never read his books, you need to read his books. If chins could talk, right? Oh, if chins <laughs> could kill. Kill. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hail to the chin. Hail to the chin. Yeah. Lantern jawed. And hot as fucking shredded. Sorry, I wanted to throw that in there. It's okay. It's okay. All right, no, think, it's, you I need th- to. I think Dave and Crystal were next. Uh, well, uh, I think Jenna said it best that this is uh, obviously Sam Raimi making a movie just for himself. And also, from what I've read, the chance to torture Bruce Campbell just as much as possible. Uh, <laughs> like they were talking about the scenes where he's getting hit with the rocks. They're obviously the, you know, just foam rubber rocks. Except apparently Sam Raimi was also hunking potatoes at him. Fucking potatoes. <laughs> just to, and, and, it's, and, and you can see hurt. it. Uh, so this, yeah, this is like, this is just an hour and a half of, uh, Bruce Campbell getting smacked in the face with like, like the, when the book attacks him, apparently it's just the guy with the book on a stick, just hitting him in the face with it <laughs> and the, and the skeleton fingers pulling his, his, uh, you know, his lips open and this, all that, it's just Bruce Campbell getting the shit knocked out of him for, you know, 87 minutes. And it's hilarious. Uh, I, I, I like this of, of all of the, th- of the three, I like this one the best because I used to play when I was a kid, I used to play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. And and this movie is exactly what was going on in my imagination when I was playing Dungeons and Dragons. Was this movie just this just this the hysterical combination of you know monsters and people running around screaming? I love the and I love the skeleton scenes. Whenever it's just like a close up of a skeleton head, just kind of going ah, just screaming, it just <laughs> cracks me up. 
because I know it's just a guy underneath there with a skeleton head on a pole, just shaking it. And going, ah! It's so cheesy. It's just, it's glorious. I do love this movie. I, I was glad to revisit it for the podcast. It, it brought me a lot of joy. That's what it's all about. Yeah, we laughed a lot when we, when we <laughs> is, watched would, he, would Ash be like chaotic neutral? You think a neutral? I Ash would be. I, I would see. I could see him as chaotic neutral. Yeah, because and actually, in this, he goes through phases in this movie where he's a dick. He's kind of a dick at some points, but then he tries to be heroic, but it doesn't quite work out. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're right. <laughs> Definitely chaotic. We know that. Yeah, the chaos. Lovable rogue. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Crystal, did you have anything that you wanted? Yeah. To say? Um, I think this came out when I was like eleven. And um, I think I saw it just like uh, the Evil Dead, like on uh, TV uh, with the blue light special commercial. Um, except for I did think Shop Smart, Shop S Mart was Kmart, and I was sad nobody looked like Bruce Campbell in my Kmart. Um, <laughs> but I do have to say his haircut got better in this one. <laughs> yeah. He's a much bigger himbo in this one. Uh, yes, the himbo like, energy. He is. <laughs> Such he is. himbo. I love big, it. Big himbo energy. Um, and he does go through those phases where it's like, oh, I'm Ash and, you know, fuck y'all. And, you, you know, I'm the best that's ever been. And then he gets knocked down a peg. And then he starts to feel bad about the people because all he wants to do is get home fuck everybody else it's ash i'm ash and then he starts to feel bad about uh the medieval um villagers and then he decides to help but i think one of the <laughs> i love all of the slapstick i love every bit of animation some of the stuff was just way over the top that they did <laughs> that they did um and i could tell that sam Raimi did it, it like that on purpose um, one of the things, though, I don't understand in this genre of movie or medieval fantasy type movies, you have a character that has red hair. Why are we going to call them whatever their name is, the red? Did we not know how to come up with anything <laughs> more original? <laughs> I mean, and that dude kind of looks like my dad, too. We could so. call him Hen Henry the Ginger. Well, I mean, I would have been okay with that. But Henry, he with no soul. He, yeah, he, he has no soul. Then he shouldn't have been worried about falling into the hole. That's a good point. In which they did not fall. If you watch it, they're all flinging themselves in. Right, just doing like somersaults. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're like, about it. Like they the they push Bruce Campbell and he does like a fucking flip. I know, especially like the Russian judge would be holding up like an eight to seven. You know. <laughs> I can I've been I learning say, uh, wrestling and like I've and now I know how to like do a jump and a fall and it's like it's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> I can say that every time that I saw Sheila, I was like, it's Miss Honey and David. I know like, Miss Honey from fucking Matilda that was Yeah, and David was like she was a little girl. That is her. Right. Oh my and god. I've not seen Matilda. And whenever I saw her, I saw Helen Hirsch from uh Schindler's List, which brought me down a little bit. You know, it's like, oh god, that's mm -hmm. Helen Hirsch. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But she was in 13 Ghosts, too. So then I had to remind him of that. Oh, he lived through more trauma. Oh, my God. My mind is blown. Miss Honey. Yeah. <laughs> I always think of Miss Honey, like, once I got older, because, yeah, Nan would watch 
Matilda till I was ready to puke. <laughs> Do we just say how fucking awful like almost all the adults are in Matilda except for Miss Honey? Like right. But in Beth Davis, it's like she's just so stunningly beautiful. But she's like the only good one in that movie. Like the rest of the adults are fucking terrible in that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, I haven't uh, seen it in a while. Um, so let's see. I think I saw this uh, like maybe late '90s on cable TV and uh, like USA Network or something. And instantly, like this was my first introduction to the Evil Dead movies. So I instantly just fell in love with the Ash character. Um, he's just like such a lovable asshole, um, <laughs> and, and I don't know, a complete idiot. But there's just like just something great about him anyway. Um, as, as far as the movie as a whole, like there are things I loved and hated about it at the same time, which is a little hard to explain. Um, but I think I part of it, you. yeah, I'm, I'm just not a big fan of like slapstick type comedy. I think a little of that goes a long way. Um, I did like it in Evil Dead too because the gore part was so over the top. Thank you. Um, but with this, it had it definitely had more of a feeling like you know they were clearly trying to make a PG 13 film. And then, like, in the final battle scenes, it's like, you only need so many exploding skeletons. <laughs> uh, that that kind of got old to me. But, I mean, there are so many, like, just great, fun things about this movie anyway. I, I still really do enjoy it, even though, as far as the original Evil Dead trilogy goes, it probably does rank at the bottom for me. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's still... Um, I don't know, the, the Ash character is what, what redeems the, the silliness for me, honestly. So, um, very similar to Erica. I mean, you and I were the same age when we saw this. We were we were fourteen. Um, this was my my mall rats for the Evil Dead trilogy. Wow. You know, this 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 was the gateway drug. This was the first one that I saw to get into you know what was going to be like this trilogy, and it's my favorite of the three by far. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of Tarantinoed this. You know, once I got the Suncoast and and I got the, the first two to kind of you know, fall back on with, with this one. I like the three of them cohesively. I think they're all three of them are great movies. They really are. Um, you know, we said the the original is like one of the Bibles for, for low budget filmmaking. The second one is just balls to the wall. Like how you properly do a remake of a, of a film that you already did with a bigger budget. But this one, um, I just think that, that Bruce was very comfortable in the role at this point. And he kind of like, I don't know, like there's there's action scenes in this movie, like towards the end when he's fighting like the Deadites. Um, it's almost like he's kind of living out like his childhood fantasies of like being like a swashbuckling like hero, you know, like in the medieval times. So I don't know, for me, I, I kind of dug the, um, I like the whole slapstick comedy. I think that's funny. Um, I, I crack the fuck up every time I watch this fucking movie. That scene with him in the cabin and the little tiny little imps of him. Is, yes. is is priceless because it's basically him by himself. <laughs> it's their voices that get me. Oh, oh. right, right. It's just like his his facial expressions, his my fair lady, right, his <laughs> comedic timing. You know the physical comedy that he's putting himself through. It just works, and I and I, you know at the end of the movie, I'm like Jesus, man. Like this is just Bruce Campbell's world. We're all just living in it at, at this point. If, if we're being honest, but, um, no, I feel like a lot of people, this was the one that was like the intro to, and I, and I know like a lot of people like, you know, evil dead Two 
I, I like to I like to think that like the Evil Dead trilogy is similar to the original trilogy for Star Wars. I mean, they're very comparable, like the three of them. If you really think about it, how like you yeah. know, Evil Dead Two is typically like the number one of the three that people love the most in the trilogy. Similar to Star Wars, where Empire Strikes Back typically yep. is the one that everybody likes the most. But for me, similar to Jedi. I saw Return of the Jedi first, so, like, that's the one that I associate with as my favorite, even though, you know, all three of them are cohesively great films. And I and I will agree, Evil Dead 2 was the better movie of the three, but yeah. my, my favorite is Army of Darkness. Similar to Star Wars, Empire is the best Star Wars movie, but Jedi is my favorite because it's the one I associated with the most. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, plus, like, Bruce Campbell had, like, the total swagger in this movie. Like, just, like, oozing, like, charisma. Like, I think this kind of solidified his um, his B-movie status and his cult status with horror fans was this one in particular. It starts in Evil Dead 2 because you kind of see it coming out there. But in this one, it's on full display because they got a bigger budget. They can they can fuck around with shit. Plus, Sam's car makes its, in, you know, its, its, its cameo in, in the film. The classic. The classic. Like that's what it's called. It's the classic. Yeah. The, they call the classic, it the classic. Is in the film. Which uh, it's hilarious because they used a crane to drop it in that scene at the beginning where where it falls from the sky, and the first crane they used fucking tipped and fell off a fucking cliff. <laughs> so, no. so they had to bring in a bigger crane bigger to crane. lift the old crane up. Eighty, yeah, it's like an eighty-ton crane. Yeah. For the second one, yeah. But, um, I just, I just picture Sam turning to somebody, get a bigger crane. Right. After the, the one crane falls, get a bigger one. And one thing I remember too, like this is like a, a weird, I guess home, you know, you and I talk all the time, Candy, because like we both work at, at a video store. Um, Jealous. And, and, I and I can tell three. you, and I can tell you, I mean, she can tell you too. But working at Suncoast. I can't tell you how many fucking versions that Anchor Bay was putting out almost like annually of Army of Darkness or Evil Dead 2. I mean, it was like... And I'd be like, oh, always... this is the one with the alternate endings. And I had, is... I had the, the, the bootleg edition, quote-unquote. Yeah. Remember, that's the one that had yep. like, the paper bag. And like even like the disc looked like a, like a, like a DVD-R. And it yeah, was the we one have that. that. Had the original ending for, for the film, which I don't, I don't particularly care for that ending i think it ends better nobody did that's why they yeah. changed it but i mean even still like i get like it preserves like you know remy's and you know directorial integrity and in his initial vision He's... but i think the ending works better than the way they had it the are you talking about the, the alternate are you talking about the post post apocalyptic yeah the, the rip yeah. which which they ultimately did in ash versus evil dead anyway like, right he still hmm. got oh, it okay but... yeah. yeah where he's a, just like, like no Winkle, no um, and that scream yeah <laughs> Which I think I think I read that they they test they did like test screenings in the UK and it was like too depressing. Yeah. <laughs> well, because like, I mean, this fuckers thing. But you yeah. can't take these movies too fucking serious. Well, the thing is, like, you got to figure too. Like, I mean, Army of Darkness. I mean, it's not that long of a movie, and like, you know, we're on this. This it's actually a it's a fun movie from pretty much the start, and then you're gonna end it kind of like with a. It's kind of like a little shop of horrors alternate ending. Like it, it just didn't. Mm. The ending we all wanted. Right, but it, but it didn't really like fit. I feel like in like the overall, you know, like yeah, it's like you take a really fun movie and then you just like shove it right up your ass. Yeah, because it's, like it's... You, it, <laughs> you, you make it like it's like like it ends like like the movie Precious or something. Or right, right, it's like super like, depressing. Fuck. Yeah, but yeah, that's it's jarring. That, that, was, that was my intro to this, and and you know, Army of Darkness kind of got me 
Actually, you know what? I got, I got to give credit to Army of Darkness because if it wasn't for Army of Darkness, I probably never would have watched Hercules and Xena when they were on huh. in the '90s. So, yep. you know, Auto-like because Sam Raimi had his had his hand. I mean, and, and look at look at the career that Sam Raimi had after this. Fucking mm-hmm. Spider Man, Doctor Strange, I mean, Doctor Strange. He's coming back for that. I mean, fucking you know, Dude. Oz the Great and Powerful. And, and, and I'm telling you, that's Bruce Campbell playing Zombie Doctor Strange. I think so. I think so too. There's also a rumor that so the rumor is, and of course this is a fanboy speculating, that Ash he encounters Ash in one of the, the the multiverse dimensions that he that he goes through. That Ash actually is in one of the the multiverses. Oh, that would be so awesome. That would be awesome. Because they did, and 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 I'll say this, and then we'll move on from Marvel shit because I know Candy's gonna Thank have a you. fucking aneurysm. <laughs> Um, but, but it ties in with this. Big they time, did because Bruce is in the movie. They did. They did a a crossover comic uh, for yeah. uh, yes, Marvel Marvel Zombies. Versus, yes, and and Ash was in it. So technically, yeah. Ash could be considered <gasps> canon in the Ash MCU. Is canon. You know, <laughs> if uh, Ash is canon in Marvel, I'd like Marvel a little more. So just yeah. putting well, it out there. Well, you know what? And I and I can't tell you during the Q and A that I I'm sure, like that I saw he he did confirm he is in Doctor Strange. But he didn't oh, well, say right. what he's doing. Yeah. And, and oh, is Ted Raimi in it? Probably. Oh, yeah, of course. I, I love Ted. <laughs> Dude, Ted, Ted more Ramey, than, more than once, yeah. probably. Probably five or Dude, six Ted, Ted Raimi's the fucking man, by the way. Much like Sam, like he always wears like a like a sharp suit every time he's out. Oh, yeah, <laughs> when we met him at one of the horror hounds. I think yeah, it like made him suit, right? Bruce. Probably, probably the same one you met him at is where I met him. Weird that we passed each other and we didn't know each other then. That's weird. I, I, I wouldn't have recognized me had the long blonde hair with the pink streak. <laughs> and I think anyway. it's kind of cool too that that Sam, um, Ted, and Bruce all like dress like sharply at at their appearances. They're like yeah. they're like one of the few that actually go like really. Bruce wears like dressed. these seersucker suits that and then shit that doesn't match with it. It's great. But it, yeah, but it works. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. He always looks him. good. Himbo back. Yeah. He. I yeah, appreciate Ash is like, the ultimate it's himbo. Oh yeah. He was on my list of top ten himbos. I think it was number three. Yeah, because well, we, I, I was, I, I kept bringing. I'm it curious, Jenna, who's Evil one Dead. and two? Who's gonna, uh, yeah, one is the... Justin Trudeau. Oh. <laughs> yeah, my mom lives in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't remember. He might have been two. I have to relook. <laughs> um, I'll yeah. give the top ten after. Or what? Like, is it? Does it change? I did I did one on Twitter, like and I and I did a description of why they're my top ten himbos in order. <laughs> I need to <laughs> look for that now. And, and real quick, okay. speaking of that, so like you know how like every every guy has like like a man crush that they have like oh. on I mean, it's, yeah. and, and we do. Or if Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Mine is, what's that? Ryan Gosling. Okay, so mine is um <laughs> Today. I, I, have, I have three. In order, oh. it's The Rock, uh, Zach Efron, oh. and Tony Romo. But, mm. yeah, because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Cowboys fan. So, a lot of people that I know in the horror community actually have, like, the only man crush on Bruce Campbell as well. Yeah, my, my former uh, podcast co-host on My Horrific Life, who's um, uh, he's like a psychologist with the VA, but he said if he ever went gay for any man, it would be Bruce Campbell. Is it's, it weird that I'm a straight woman, but I have a man crush on him? Like, it's, it's not a full jaw. crush. It's <laughs> no, the no, jaw. I, I want to be I understand. Him. 
No, because he has it's it's that I said before it's it's that it's that swagger that he has. Like I've seen him in person, Candy. You've seen him in person. Like he's just like oh okay. Ash Williams was number two, he, and number three was, was Goku. Goku, okay. Goku. Fucking like Goku. Candy, I mean you you can attest because <laughs> you were next to him too. Like that man just oozes charisma. Yeah, right after he embarrasses you. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but but still, like it's still fucking it's you got you got embarrassed by Bruce Campbell. How many people can say that? Well, I know everybody can say that because that's what Bruce yeah, that, does. He true. knows that's what fans want. But I didn't. I'm too sensitive. Just like just <laughs> like Kane Hodder chokes people, Bruce yeah. Campbell embarrasses yes, people. You, you cannot lay yeah. his hands on me, especially a strong <laughs> man. Like, I can't have it. Oh, yeah. he. I didn't know that was Kane Hodder's thing. He's like, oh, do you want to do time. my trademark photo or do you want to just, you know, do a nice photo? I'm like, yeah, let's do your trademark photo. I didn't know he, like, he chokes <laughs> oh, yeah, he basically like, chokes you, yeah. Yeah. And those who know of my personal life, you cannot choke me. Well, you I'd can tell like, him. I mean, he won't do it. I'd be like, Daddy, do it harder. <laughs> right. You yeah. would. It's have like your boner showing and everything. Like I am the opposite of Candy. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it's part of my tragic backstory. I just, yeah. Like, you know, we don't want to go there. We're having too, too much fun with this. Jen would um, be like, can I have your trademark plus? <laughs> I got twenty bucks. Actually, like, the the, the my <laughs> lets him do it. It's, it's the choke, and he does the uh, for women. He does the uh, the the prom photo. Oh, let see. I was I was hoping photo. for the choke and the finger up the butt. I mean, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> what I find sweet about Kane is that when kids come up, he lets kids choke him. Yeah, the I've seen that. I think I, I've told the story about the. the I'm a child at heart. <laughs> he won't choke you. No, Actually, he he can't touch me. No. Candy, did very, you ever see? You ever want to see have, somebody have a PTSD attack? No. Right. You ever see the picture, Candy? And and I'm sure like it, it was like it was like like the epitome of like all that is fucking holy and horror. And it was Robert England and Bruce Campbell like just coming together and fucking shaking hands at a convention. And they were both like so happy to see each other, and and I don't think I've ever seen anything as epic as that. Not even the infamous Freddie, him and the Freddie makeup with Neff Campbell mm-hmm. at that London con. I think Bruce Campbell and Robert England just being happy to see each other. That's like the Sistine Chapel right there. That's like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, yeah it's like only singing. only like they are, they're actually holding hands. Like they are actually like. I wonder if know. that's the one I went to because they were both there, and they were right after each other. Okay, um, I'm going to jump in really quick. Uh, I wanted to talk about the classic. Um, we know that this is a trademark for Sam Raimi to have the classic in every film in whatever way he can get it. And obviously the, the what, what I thought was interesting is, you know, how, you know, Ash gets in the trunk when they're deciding, you know, like, what to do and how he's going to make, you know, gunpowder and all this stuff, which, you know, Ash is a himbo and he's, he's dumb even with the book. Like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Bruce Campbell himself is like, Ash is such a fool. He's such an idiot. <laughs> you know, like, he, he has loving disdain for this character. But when when he opens the trunk, that was shit that Sam already had in the trunk. <laughs> that was, like... Oh, like just this, this amalgamation of just random shit in the classic trunk. Yeah, can I just say too the random Fangoria, by the way? <laughs> in there. No, the the Fangoria wasn't random. That actually was placed, but like everything. I, I know, but it was just funny how 
Fangoria is in the middle in the Middle Ages. Like well, and the reason that the Fangoria is there is because Fangoria did him a solid for the first Evil Dead by writing a piece on it. <clears throat> so he wanted to pay mm-hmm. tribute with that Fangoria, and then the textbooks, which are like Chemistry One Hundred and One, and those were things that were placed in there. Like I said, aside from those, everything else was shit that Sam had in the trunk. It's just there. And I'm like, dude, that's like one of those things. Like, why didn't you clean your house before people came over? But um, <laughs> it, like, it like adds the, to the ash charm, I guess. And the, and the two liter bottle of Coke, too. <laughs> it was just yeah, I mean. In there. Well, well, I mean, yeah, right. like I said, aside from the things that they planted uh, that we just talked about, that was already in Sam's trunk of the classic. So uh, I like that. And uh, it was just one of those things where people who do have a messy house and don't give a fuck. But like I said, it does fit with Ash's character so that he would have like a bunch of random shit, never clean out his trunk, be mm-hmm. messy, you know, whatever. Um, Twenty-year-old chemistry book from he, high school. He did mention yeah. too with the Q and A, and I think I think he said it before. I think Candy, even you brought it up, and I think maybe Sean did too. That um, he's he's been known to come out publicly and say that that the classic has been in more movies than he has. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they didn't they have yeah. it in Spider Man? I swear I thought they, they yeah, had it. Yeah, that was Uncle Ben's car. Yeah, yeah. It's in I told you, he he said he said where it was in every single movie. I don't quite remember all of them, but I Well the there's cool too one, many. Right. And I thought that the cool one was that in Oz the Great and Powerful, the pieces it like the the car's taken apart and it's actually in Oz's workshop, like as different pieces like in the background. Right. Right. Yeah, we talked about that. That's so cool. So, yeah, I, I have just immense love for the classic itself. It's always a character um, uh, on its own. And I love the classic. I wish I, I, I want that car I can no longer drive. But um, I still just, want just that fucking car. And, and, and I love how, you know, uh, Bruce Campbell's like, that car's a piece of shit. And <laughs> I don't know why he calls it the classic. It's shitty. It's ugly. No one likes it but Sam. <laughs> but now, of course, millions of fans do, and uh, including me, who doesn't give a fuck about cars. I want that car. <laughs> Not maybe, you know, I obviously couldn't get that one because Sam will be buried with that car, probably in that car. Um, but uh, I want I want a version of it, which is just some shitty random car. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring up the, the classic as a character. It really does factor in into this uh, this film a lot, and uh, I love that. And uh, and I wanted to comment on, like, the comedy aspect really quick. Um, I have to agree with Erica on um, – there's times where it's a bit much. Um, I love to laugh in this – but I, Evil Dead 2 makes me laugh more. Maybe it's because, like, they're constantly spraying liquid into his mouth and having him scream. <laughs> that makes me laugh. And, and, like, the first half of the movie is just Bruce by himself. Like, and, and not too many people can nail – uh, physical comedy really well mm. and it shows their their love and and um attention again to the three stooges but the first half of the movie is him acting by himself you know doing these making himself do a flip and and smashing himself in the face with dishes and and things like that and here um it's funny but like it gets to the point where you're just like okay okay we get it crystal a little bit ago nico mentioned how this was uh, he made a point about this kind of uh, swashbuckling mm-hmm. uh, in, in a way. And that reminded me, uh, we watched earlier this week, The Adventures of Robin Hood. Uh, Dave had not seen that with Errol Quinn. And, and uh, 
big of a, um, I don't know if you know much about Errol Flynn personally. I do. Uh, but Errol Flynn gives Ash <laughs> vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Very big himbo vibe. It, this kind of reminds me of uh, of the adventures of Robin Hood too, as far as like the swashbuckling aspects. Um, I have a question uh, that I need to probe. Um, this great eating scene. Who the <laughs> fuck takes a bite out of grapes like that and eats the stem? I'm sorry. <laughs> He's Ash. I don't know who knows what the fuck he does it, shit. So. He's an I'm idiot. That oh, great cool. eating scene like changed my great. life. <laughs> it was so funny. Great, and I'm going. I've seen it. I'm sorry. Like, how do you eat? No, sir. That's not how we eat great. No. No. That was gross. That's not it. I'm sorry, Miss Bruce Campbell. But I feel like. Yeah, like with with Ash's character, it just really fits. Like, here's some stuff that would be sexy having a bunch of hot winches from the medieval times feed me grapes. Like, okay. yeah, but of okay. course he would fuck it up and do it wrong. I mean, to, to, be, to be fair, he only had one hand. <laughs> um, but, but I also had told Dave during the movie while we were watching it, Bruce Campbell put the camp in Campbell um, because this movie. Like you said, the slapstick is funny to a point. All the gags are funny to a point. But at a certain time in the movie, you're like, oh, my God, it's not over yet. And we got to that point. We were like, we got it. We get what you got to do. It's not over yet. And that mark for us was about the one hour mark. We were like, really? Yeah, the final battle goes on a little bit long. It's movie's yeah. only been twenty-seven minutes long or something, and the last battle scene, like I think uh, Erica said, you know, it can only take so many exploding skeletons. Although the fact that they scream before they explode cracks me up every single time. Kind of funny, like a, skeleton, like, a, like a skeleton, you know, called back from the dead would scream about being exploded. Well, but yeah, it goes on a little bit. It goes on a little longer. I mean, I mean, to be fair though, the runtime's only an hour and twenty, so I'm sure like they they had to like pad it with. With something to kind of, yeah, and it's still, it's still, but yeah, maybe I don't know. We were drinking, but I'm like, is this movie still going on? Yeah, I, oh, sorry, pacing's a little weird. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, it's some pacing issues, but also, I mean, there were these deleted scenes that you can kind of watch in their raw form, yeah, like where Ash approaches Henry the Red to ask for his help. Like there were there were some like good deleted scenes that never made it into the theatrical cut. And like yeah, there's still, not, still a lot of like, corporate meddling. This movie's had a yeah, hard time. This like, definitely had Universal's like yeah, the studio yeah. meddling all over it. Right? Like, they were they were definitely like a little too hands-on with this. I think after after Darkman, like they were a little bit, you know, a lot more hands-on after Darkman. I mean the tell. things they allowed him to do though was you know, this I mean, is not, is super this is a very weird, it is tame, but it's so different. I guess I could see, you like, know, how honestly, they were, like, aside from, like, the blood geyser scene right in the beginning, from, with the <laughs> like, pit 14 gallons of blood, like, who, how much blood's in the human body, like, eight it was, like, as much blood as, as Johnny Depp in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, right. like, there's not that much blood in a person. Honestly, there's no way. Aside from that scene and the, the fact that he says fuck once, which you can get away with anyway, this yeah, you can, you're allowed one. Could have been PG 13. 
Realistically, mm. there was nothing that was R-rated about this movie. And it wasn't not scary at all. At all. Well, I don't think it was supposed to be. It wasn't marketed as a horror movie. No, 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 it wasn't. Like, it was definitely marketed as a comedy. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely will say, it was. this was 100%. Like, I've actually watched, like, I went back and watched the trailer because I have the... You know the the Scream Factory uh, Blu-ray and it has all that, and it's it's one hundred percent a comedy. I mean, Sean, what's the name of it in Japan? Captain Supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that says it all the King, baby. Captain Supermarket. Supermarket. I mean, I just uh, mm, mm. I don't know. I wanted to stick superheroes too. On and just bust be, cap, into, be Captain Supermarket. Yeah, but bust into like public, like buy one get one free. I've like, got coupons. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look now and send it in the chat because like the the um the Japanese poster is actually really interesting. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that might be the shirt I have. Oh, I'm gonna have to after this. I'm gonna have to like go in my that pile over there and dig it out because it's a, an amazing shirt. <laughs> Um, so I was going to talk about how when I first saw it, um, I had seen, I think I had seen, uh, Evil Dead. It was, um, kind of my first, uh, look into horror movies. Um, you know, I saw Nightmare on Elm Street and I was terrified and then I loved being terrified. So then I started watching more horror movies and I think this was um I had seen dead or evil dead and they didn't have evil dead 2 so then I saw army of darkness um and it was kind of my first experience seeing a like kind of like hyper masculine type character and it really like changed my whole personality (laughs) (laughs) and so I just wanted to kind of uh touch on that aspect because it's it's kind of like like i'm like oh he's like hitting on everyone and he's like you know because i was probably 12 13 something like that and so like i it's just my first exposure into something like that and it's like oh and he's like it, like the way he ate grapes like that that stuck in my head when i first saw it because i'm like <laughs> what like this is so weird and like when he was fighting the guy like that that troll under the uh in that pit like and um i just want to give it to ash williams (laughs) and i just want to give it to bruce campbell because like he really did make that character and dead uh evil dead 2 is probably my favorite as well um but i do have respect for army of darkness because as much as i loved evil dead one um like that ash williams character definitely is fleshed out in evil dead 2 and army of darkness and i think that um bruce campbell really nailed it in army of darkness he got like he got to get experimental (laughs) in evil dead 2 with it and and he like got the character um in army of darkness and then he was able to go on and do um uh ash versus evil dead which you know is kind of like the older version but still true to the character and you know and like the best thing is he loves that character he's like kyle mclaughlin like i like those are my two favorite celebrities on on uh, instagram because they're always just kind of like 
like staying true to the fans and they know what the fans like and why they're there. And I think that Bruce Campbell really understands his fans really well. Um, anytime I've seen him do a Q and a, it's more like a stand up routine, you know? <laughs> He's yeah. a funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's so and funny too. Like, and that's, so that's charming. Yeah. And talks and again, really like, fucking loud. <laughs> really loud he doesn't even really loud booming in your ear <laughs> like he, he just projects like he's not like screaming he just has a loud voice <laughs> and i think if i did if i didn't if i hadn't seen um him in um in army of darkness like i feel like i'd probably be more timid you know what I mean? But because he was so boisterous and loud and he like really became an inspiration to me, I was like, oh man, like you can be like that. That's awesome. And I kind of like, you know, absorbed part of his personalities and <laughs> put it into me at a young age. <laughs> yeah, I loved it so much. I named my son Ash. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Nico, I think you're next. I, I love the fact too that like the, the character of Ash is, is so like, he's, he's braggadocious He's um, he's like a blowhard, for lack of a better term, and completely inept. But he's fucking clueless. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a fucking clueless idiot, and I and I think and that's though. why we love him because I feel like really realistically that would be us in any given situation, especially if we got sucked <laughs> back into like that that time frame. We would one hundred percent be like Ash, thinking that we're better than literally every person that's in that time frame because like we we're already in the future, having to go back to that. And then having to be humbled, like, the way he was. I mean, at least, you know, he, he kind of comes through his senses and, and becomes, like, the hero that, like, he, that we all know that he, that he really is. Which Sam Raimi hated. He said that I, I lost interest in Ash the moment he decided to be Well, you know, honestly, I mean, who, who did he, he wrote the script. He's got nobody to blame but himself. So. <laughs> I know, but he just realized that he, he, he didn't think Ash was exciting anymore. And, of course, like, I mean... 100 million people will, will tell him otherwise they go to these horror conventions that go to meet Bruce Campbell and go to meet him too when he when he's actually at the shows um one cool thing too um the fact that Bill Mosley has a cameo as one of the deadites and <laughs> Wait, Patricia, he does. Patricia Tallman and Patricia Tallman is the yo Yoshi bitch in, in that scene um and I love um the little callback to Evil Dead 2's poster when Evil Ash gets fried completely and it's like the skeleton with the eyes. I thought that, oh, was, yeah. a, I thought that was a neat little little callback to, to Evil Dead 2. Um, and I love the fact that Danny Elfman did the did the score for this. And we got Bridget yes. Fonda, too, because of that, as, as the cameo yep. for that. Um, I wanted to say, uh, and I did uh, kind of touch on this uh, when we did Evil Dead, is that... Um, my mom took it upon herself to educate me in horror. You know, of course, we all know that she started me with Romero. And then I, um, she she was not crazy about showing me Nightmare on Elm Street, but I was determined because I had all these sleep problems. And, of course, she educated me on Evil Dead. And at the time, uh, Army of Darkness was not out. There was only Evil Dead 1 and 2, and she made me watch them in order. So my first Evil Dead movie was the first Evil Dead movie. And, um... Uh, then I saw Evil Dead too, and I was just like, "This is like the best thing I've ever fucking it seen." Is. Yeah, same. <laughs> it was really not until Dead Alive, you know, several years mm. later, that I was just like, "This is on par." 
with Evil Dead 2. Except it's it's even gorier, and it's so great. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, and I guess, you know, um, we were talking about how it influenced us. Like, you know, Army of Darkness, because it was a big studio movie, and it completely flopped, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, We find a lot of these movies that we love completely flop. Um, But... You know, my gateway drug was the first Evil Dead. And and I think that does kind of shape us um, as to how we feel about a franchise. So now the first Evil Dead is not my favorite Evil Dead movie, though. Um, of course, we know it's two. So it's for me, it's two, one, three. And I, I was uh, I had pulled everybody for our Evil Dead episode. It turns out two was the clear winner. Um, and we did get a lot of love for three. And... You know, one tends to trail behind, and but there are a lot of people who, the people who love one the best are, like, fucking fanatical about it. Um, but, yeah, so so uh, when Army of Darkness came out, I was 13, I was well-versed in horror, and I was just ready to go and see it. But, so, it because of my love for the, the previous entries, I was kind of like, this isn't really the movie I wanted to see, but I did have fun with it. And... Um, so yeah, so talking about like, you know, so many people that got into Evil Dead from Army of Darkness, I'm so grateful for that. Like, you should, um, you know, you should go, want to go back and watch the other movies. Um, but yeah, it's the one I won't rewatch the least. Uh, it was the only one Ash hadn't seen. Um, our son, Ash, who is not a himbo. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Erica. Uh, I was just uh, a point I meant to bring up earlier and then kind of slipped my mind, which is easy to have happen Um, for being a movie that is like so deliberately dumb on so many levels. There are a lot of literary references in it. Yes. Gulliver's Travels, uh, Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court is like clearly a big influence on this. And then the original ending is obviously a Rip Van Winkle type of thing. So, I mean, there's, uh, you, you can tell that you know, like uh, Sam Raimi and crew are very intelligent people. It's just that they, <laughs> they did this very juvenile, uh, you know, in many ways movie. But um, it's uh, that is part of its charm uh, too. And then you know, throwbacks to um, older films like you know the whole Ray Harryhausen stop motion uh, skeleton army type of thing. Uh, it's just so much fun. It's a it dumb really- movie for smart people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And there's even a Shakespeare quote in there. Right, right. I mean, the movie knows its audience. Like, it, it, yeah. exactly who, who was, it was playing to. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that's why, what, over over 30, so actually, what, the 30th anniversary is next next uh, next year? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, was thinking. I mean, mm-hmm. o- over 30 years, we're still talking about this movie, this character, this trilogy. So, you know, they, they knew what they were doing. Well, it was 92, so wouldn't this year... 93. No, it was 92. 92. I just looked it up as 93. Let's not argue. You know, I I think the thing that I love about this film, you know, like I said, I love a good medieval film. Um, Braveheart, um, The Last Duel, uh, most recently. Um, I love, like, you watch a scene in Braveheart with a big battle, I'm the guy that watches all the the you know the the extras in the background and you can find that one guy who's lazily swinging his sword you know and and you know maybe doesn't think that that they're still rolling you know and he's just kind of standing there in the midst of the battle you know you see that in this film 
And and if you watch, mm-hmm. if you watch and you look in the background, you see these guys like clumsily just kind of waving their sword around or whatever. Yes. But the differences in Braveheart, like that kind of takes me out. But in this, it fucking cracks me up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The because movie it itself just, is not serious, right? It doesn't take itself too seriously. It's it's a a play on the fantasy trope. It is that whole um, the 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 hero's journey uh, trope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where you know you have this hero that that he has this this quest, and you know he's so full of himself that he's like, nah, you know I'm not gonna do this because you know you just send me back, you know just send me back, fuck all of you, fuck everybody else, just you know just send me back. But then he starts to change, and that's when Ash becomes the hero, and that's when he starts you know putting his shit together, um, and. I love how the film picks up right where Evil Dead 2 left off with him getting sucked into that fucking wormhole, vortex, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, and we've got we got two fucking stars in this, Patricia Tallman and fucking Bill Mosley. Yeah. Um, I didn't who, know Bill Mosley was even in this. Yeah, he yeah. was the Deadite captain. And they uh-huh. were together in Nay Living Dead 90, which is much loved on this show, Tom as uh, yep. Johnny and Barbara. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, because Patricia Tallman was a, a stuntwoman first. and uh, Yeah, she played the witch, right? Like the, uh, yeah. the, the evil witch. Yeah, and um, she was in Creepshow 2. Uh, doing stunts for that, so uh, I love Patricia Tallman. I love Bill Mosley, so that's cool. I'll forgive him for some some choices that what, he's made. Uh, what choices would those be? Wait, I didn't know this. What Bad Rob Zombie movies are talking about? Rob Zombie oh. movies. Oh, <laughs> you know how I feel about those. No, he no, was no. Chop Top. That's it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you're, chop, you're, you're, chop, chop Top. Plate. Chop Top. <laughs> Lick my plate. Lick my plate. <laughs> we gotta do. We gotta do Texas. Oh, I now, now that I, I have it. um, now that I have this haircut, I'm totally gonna cosplay. Cosplay. As oh my god. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Lick my plate. Yeah. yeah. You gotta say it like that too. Like the way he says it, because I did not do a very good imitation. So um, wow. Uh, I don't know what else to say about this, and, and like nobody has their hand up, so. Uh, I want to okay, talk about yeah, Crystal you and Dave. You guys want to oh, go? Okay. Just one more thing. I love the uh, the blood guys that we talked about a little bit. Like it's like a little bit of foreboding. Like you see someone go down into the well, and this blood guys are going to fourteen gallons of blood. And you think, <laughs> oh my, what is he going to face down in this pit? And he goes down there, and it's just some witch who's like jumping around, and he punches her a couple of times. And, you know, it's just, <laughs> that was funny that they, they give this big scare, like what's going to be down there, and he. He handles it pretty, pretty easily, actually. And, you and know, I call her the pit bitch. The pit bitch. <laughs> yeah. bitch. Coming to the rain. The amount, the, the, the amount of blood coming out of that that well, it reminded me of a lot of Monty Python scenes, which mm-hmm. is where it's just blood spraying everywhere. Mm-hmm. It, it was very Monty python I get Monty Python vibes from this in general. You know, with, I was always thinking like, yeah, Monty python what is, is your name? What is your quest? <laughs> what is your favorite color? <laughs> you know? Blue, no green. It has a very Monty Python and the Holy Grail vibe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I mean, the fact that this is King Arthur, 
And right. the wise man is pretty much fucking Merlin. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's kind of like a modern day um, uh, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah, because, yeah. like, as much as I like Monty Python and the Holy Grail, it does feel a little outdated, a little boomery at some points. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this one is, like, it's it's exactly like my... I, I have a friend who... Um, this is i don't condone this but this is what he does is he's like oh well what i do is i like on our first or second date every girl like every girl i want a date of mine has to watch army of darkness and if they <laughs> like it then like we'll we'll vibe together and if not then like no it's it's over my test <laughs> movies are dead alive reanimator um romero trilogy and obviously, that. Sean passed the test, but we have been bonding over horse since we were children, so I knew I it was not really a question. Yeah, I'd like they, to think Erica's is philosophy of a knife. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. One. I spit on your grave, a Serbian film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine that on a first day. What's your favorite movie? I spit on your check, please. <laughs> Erica and I I'm are still writing an article <laughs> about I Spit on Your Grave for a new uh, female-centric horror mag. So that's awesome. kind of exciting. <laughs> All thanks to Ghoul's Night Out. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I Spit on Your Grave came up and it's been on my brain because I'm working on it. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, so. Just another Candy and Erica co-production. <laughs> David made me watch an episode of MST3K. On our first date? Yeah. Did I? Uh-huh. Like I made you? Like I had a gun to your head? Yeah, and... <laughs> yeah with Sean, um, yeah, like when he first started to come stay with me, I was like, um, I sleep with the TV on and I watch MST3K on repeat all night long. And he's all like, I can't sleep with the TV on. I said, well, this is not going to work out. <laughs> and now he's like a huge MST, <laughs> big into riff tracks. That was really the test because the horror thing was like <coughs> non, it was not even a question really. But like the MST3K test, I'm like, okay, if you fail at this, it's, it's not going to be a happy marriage. <laughs> It's not going to be happening. Uh, is um, Pulp Fiction, typically. That, that's one of them because you, we, I know we've, we've covered it on the show before, but, um, you, I mean, and you know, you'd be surprised still to this day how many people don't like that movie because they don't understand it. Well, yeah. I'm not surprised exactly. by actually. Man, all that you guys have test movies. I like hide my movies from people. <laughs> oh, I never hide it's, anything. It's, it's, I mean, you know me well enough yeah. to know that I'm just like oh, out yeah. and proud and open about fucking everything. I know. I mean, and if you, you don't like it, <laughs> it weeds out the assholes. Well, I like to weed out assholes. Don't like spit on your grave. You don't, don't lead with that. You know that's that's a second date movie. However, <laughs> that's second. I can't tell you if you would have said, "Hey, baby, can we watch? I spit on your grave." I'd be like, Fuck yeah. Yeah, which is yeah, why yeah. But I find it makes men more uncomfortable than women. Yeah, yeah like, I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> like teeth, I saw. I saw teeth with a potential boyfriend, and I was like, "No, nope. fucking awesome!" By the way, yeah, yeah, teeth rules. Yeah, I like great. teeth. That's a, that's a good. Yeah, movie. we're getting into a whole weird area here. 
<laughs> I don't know. You haven't you haven't been on Ghoul's Night Out. It gets really it intense. It gets much weirder. Yeah. We get so really excited. intense. Uh, yeah, Eric, uh, Eric uh, Jenna will be on uh, High Tension with us tomorrow, so she's going to... We we don't get guests on, on Ghoul's Night Out a whole, whole lot, so I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> so, um... I, I don't I don't it's one of those movies like there's so much to say that I don't I don't really have any words. I know. Uh, and that's and odd for me. So yeah, like it's my fight. favorite movie, but like I'm like it's just fun, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's pretty well, it's pretty simple to, to to go there. Yeah. A little piece of trivia, and I don't know if you guys will get it. Um, Nico had brought up Star Wars earlier. Um, Ian Abercrombie, who played the wise man. He voiced uh, Chancellor Palpatine in the Clone Wars series. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. yeah. Look at his, his uh, filmography. That dude was in a thousand. He, he was in a lot, yeah. There's, there's a few of these guys that were in this movie that did a lot of Star Wars movies, video games, animated series. Um, Duke Henry the Red, uh, Richard Grove, he did quite a few voices, too, for Star Wars. Yeah, interesting you know, crossovers. The, the, the Japanese poster. Can we talk about the one poster where Ash is like insanely fucking ripped on the one? Yeah, that's like the Frank. That's Prezenta. the one that hangs in my living room. Yeah. It's, the, it's like movie theater it. size. Yeah, he's and got, it's like framed. Yeah, near our autograph. The, the, the boomstick. Up, he's like that. Yeah, like, see, see right back there. That's one. That's it? part of it? our. We have more like slow pics. No, 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 not, not that one. Wait, that that's the actual movie poster, right? Well, he's insanely ripped on it, more ripped than he really is. There's another one. I'll, I'll send it in the chat, but, like, it's, like, like Evil Ash is, like, in the background, like, like the, the face. Okay. He's, his hands are oh, up, okay. and, like, you, like, he's looking yeah. up. Yeah. You don't see, and, like, he's, like, he's, like, He-Man. Yeah, but <laughs> and, say, that's, like, He-Man vibes. Right? Yeah. And Bruce is not ripped like that in real life. I, I mean, know. he is, he's fucking shredded in this and in Evil Dead 2, but he's not, like, buff. He's not like that. The, he's not, that, and that's close. That's the funniest thing about that that first episode of Ash versus the Evil Dead when he's going when he's putting the girdle on and he's fucking <laughs> stretching it on. That's so funny. Um, It'll get a little whiter as the years go by. I think I I think I'm, I just want to um, get out feelers for this. Speaking of um, posters in Japan and Evil Dead or there's like this movie that's marketed as kind of like a Japanese evil dead. I really, really want to watch it, but it's not anywhere online. Like I cannot find it. And it's called bloody muscle bodybuilder in hell. And if <laughs> anyone has a copy of that at all <laughs> out yeah. there, let me know. That, that really sounds like a trauma flick. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's Japanese, like trauma E Japanese. Like it looks hilarious. Um, I can only find the trailer. <laughs> I'm gonna have to what's look it, that up. What's it called? It's called Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell. I'm down. Wow. I'm down. Yeah. That's a fucking title right there. Right. <laughs> well, I and mean, it's, we've it's seen got a very titles. evil dead looking, like like a uh, uh, Army of Darkness feel. The poster looks Army of Darknessy. So, I wonder where they got their inspiration. Hmm. <laughs> Sometimes we steal from them, and sometimes they steal from us. It's just a like, oh, okay. um, uh, Dave and Crystal, you yeah, guys have your hands up. Case. Yeah, um, 
I, you were talking about something to say about this movie. The skeleton attack. <laughs> so we're watching this elaborately long skeleton attack. And I'm like, oh, skellies. And they're coming through. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck? That's a meaty skelly. Mm. They get buffy. They get they get big, and then David's like, you know, looking at some things, and they're all females. <laughs> it's all females that are, are playing these skeletons, and I'm like, they couldn't go out of their way to kind of animate the skeletons. You have animated skeletons. You had to put somebody in a very, very poor skeleton outfit, uh, and, and have them. Wiggle a sword in front of because they're wiggling, they're just wiggling a sword. Yeah, like Sean and, said, there's always the one dude in the background just kind of wiggling. Or I like the one playing the bone fife. Right, I love <laughs> or there's one that looks like me around Christmas time when the wrapping paper tube runs out and I'm like chasing somebody through the house. Just a <laughs> Who doesn't do that? Right, uh, but. I'm just like, okay, well, we had skeletons and then we got meaty skeletons. So some of y'all didn't decompose correctly. Something. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then I kept looking at Lord Arthur, Marcus Gilbert, and I looked over at David. I was like, you know what? If it was a today movie, a today, today time movie, Lord Arthur would be played by Jared Leto. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. By Jared Jared Leto needs to go get a paternity test. If I, with hair extensions. I was if I saw Jared Leto with hair like that. No, I know. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Not. I, I couldn't decide if his hair was the best thing I've ever seen or the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. <laughs> Medieval mullet. Right. Yeah, I decided if I loved Those it fucking hate. bangs. Oh. Bangs are awful, but that glorious, you know, straight. Uh, I don't know. Oh, since we're talking about hair. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Campbell, the same point I made in The Evil Dead, it changes in this one too. Yeah, it changes from scene. <laughs> back and forth from having a mini mullet to having actually acceptable hair. Yeah, it's called continuity. <laughs> we didn't have a lot of it. You know, they didn't care too much about the fucking continuity in Evil Dead. No, he looks better than not the mini I, I, think, I just picture some continuity person like whispering in Sam's ear, hey, his hair doesn't match. And Sam's like, hold on, I gotta chuck some more potatoes at his face. Hang on a second. Right. <laughs> or like, fuck, we don't care. We don't care. What I do appreciate about, like, Bruce Campbell's head here <laughs> is that the scars line up every single time, and they look well done. And I like to think maybe Sam Raimi, like, gave him a couple of actual scars. Yeah, wasn't one of the, one of the, <laughs> one of the scars on, one of the uh, wounds on his face was real? Yeah, on his chin, That's because you see it in, in the first Evil Dead. Um... That was like what was that like the bicycle accident? I think yeah, because I, I actually just read the book not so long ago that Chins could kill, and he he explains how we got the scar in there and like one of the yeah, ones. and they did enhance it. Something, but when and we talked about when the the trunk popped open earlier, but when it popped open on this movie, I looked at Dave and I went, "There's no way we are expected to believe that this man is still a college student at this age." <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, hey, I'm still a college student. Yeah, <laughs> well, the fact that Ash yeah, got I, into college and he's working at S Smart. Let's I, face it, it's a community college, but 
And he, and he he's just not passing his exams. <laughs> no. He's still in chemistry 101. He's got a 2.1 and he's taking pottery to get his grade up. And if it was a now movie, he'd be a greeter in Walmart. How did that get by Walmart? The, the S-Mart? They even had the blue light. Like That's a Kmart. Blue, That's Kmart. Kmart. Oh, Kmart. I also want to say there is an S-Mart by me. I guess it's like an Asian thing. But every time I walk by it, remember, shop smart, shop S-Mart. And my friends are like, stop. Just stop. And I like to like, after everything that Ash has been through, the, the him bonus really comes through because he just goes back to work at S-Mart. <laughs> After yeah, everything, yeah. he's like, hail to Because he's baby. totally okay with it. That's the best yeah. part. But yeah. it's housewares. He's in housewares. That's why he was such an inspiration to me. Like, I was working at Dunkin' Donuts doing nothing with my life, you know? And so I'm like, yeah. I love that his name tag even says, hi, my name is Ash, housewares. <laughs> at the end of the movie. Man, he was fucking proud of housewares. <laughs> Everything about a blender. Or I mean, he knew he knew the he knew the shit. retail price. Guys, I mean, Ash versus Evil Dead. He was a fucking stock boy in that one. Yep. So, himbo. Okay, uh, Nico, I see your hand up, and then we gotta do shitty reviews. So I have a, I have a, I have just just two quick things. Um, okay. Number one, um, my only real complaints with this movie was the overabundance of the green screen or blue screen, as mm -hmm. it were. At the time. It was the thing at the time. I know, I know, but it still is a thing, but it's better done. It is. I mean, they've graduated to green screens from blue screen from that, but and and Sam Raimi has obviously gotten better with using said technology. Um, but I mean, this this is like pretty pretty blatant. Like this is not working. <laughs> but I mean, I guess it's also part of the charm. It is. The movie. Yeah. Um. And plus, they kind of OD'd on that um, that Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves arrow shot in this movie, like, a lot. Yeah, following the arrow. A lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I unfortunately, <laughs> or, or fortunately, I don't know. I, I got to, you know, as you know, be part of a and a with, with him at, at an event uh, two, two years ago. and or, or last, yeah, no, two years ago. And um, the fanboy chatter that I heard that, that this poor guy has to hear. I actually, <laughs> I actually created a character for this. I, I do a voice. I'm going to premiere it for you guys because they hear it here at the house all the time. Okay. He thinks this is the funniest fucking thing. So I've, I've come across people that have asked Friday the 13th people, oh, Jason's really dead in the first movie, right? It's all bullshit after the first movie, right? He's just whatever. So... I have a fanboy voice that I do. We call it the Mr. Campbell voice that I do. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, it's it's like your typical Uber like basement nerd that still lives at home <laughs> with his mother that actually asked a very. Really... Uh, I live in a basement with my mom. <laughs> but this, yeah, but you're not you're not like this. Trust me. So basically, this is this is how like a Q and A would go because you you guys have seen him talk to people, both you and you and. Sean have seen oh, him yeah. interact and answer probably every question under the sun about the logistics of Evil Dead, right? So uh -huh. <laughs> one such question popped in my head because you brought it up and that made me think of this. When the Deadite is playing the, the, the flute. <laughs> so with the voice, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask as if this was Bruce Campbell's QA with the Mr. Campbell voice. Okay. 
So, <laughs> excuse me, Mr. Campbell, how did the dead eye play the flute with no lips and no lungs to blow into the flute? <laughs> no. You're thinking way too deep about that. Yeah. No, but, but you got it. You got to I mean, we've all been to a horror con. Yes? All of us? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Am I wrong? Absolutely no. not. How many, Absolutely how many not. fanboys have you guys heard while you're online asking them, like, those kind of questions? And the yeah. thing is, is I, I'm the one that brought it up in this conversation, like, just as a throwaway, because I thought it was funny. Um, but that reminded me that this I is, I never like, spent that much time fucking thinking no, about no, no, it. No, I didn't that, care. I thought it was like, funny. That, that came to me, like, out of nowhere, because I'm like, oh, what would be, like, a really ridiculous question to ask Bruce Campbell, like, in a total nerd voice? Oh, <laughs> right. that would be it. And, <laughs> and, again, this is based on people that I've seen at horror cons asking Felissa Rose, oh, is that really your dick in Sleepaway Camp? And, you know, for Which, my answer, because I, I worked with her at tables... I've worked with her at tables. I'm like, well, she's Puerto Rican and Italian, so it'd be a lot bigger than that. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway that was um, a mangled no, like, in that again, movie. Like I see, like the Friday the 13th, like, oh, Jason's Jason drowned, right? Or, or Bruce Campbell, like, oh, well, I mean, you could have just, you know, made bombs or some shit and and army of Dark, like, like they're not there for that. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they're there to basically make money. I mean, let, let's be honest. Someone, someone that were there to uh, meet you guys. To meet okay, us, to meet but, us. but I mean, to be fair, and like this is what I try to tell people is like, because I've worked at a lot of conventions and stuff. It's like a lot of those people are on the spectrum, so you have to be like some, not all. The ones that aren't are the ones I'm specifically. Like, if they have, if of. they're very basement dwelling types, yes, that's the ones most, I'm going for. Yeah, then most likely they are. You know, because like it's hard to get a job when you have like you have like a social kind of block. So the the thing is like because working at Suncoast and Candy Kid, I mean, you worked at you know we have seen people like this that are not on the spectrum. There's nothing mentally wrong with them. They're they're just like this is like their mindset. Like people would spend hours at Suncoast, like you know, hot hot over who shot first, Han or Greedo, for you know like the infamous. Yeah. Just, just to give you an example, like, but this uh, Han Han absolutely shot first, but yep. I mean, this is the kind of things that die like, on the hill. Know, I mean, shit, we were at fucking Joe Bob guys, and like, what what did we see and hear there? A lot. I drank a lot. Yeah, I, 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 remember, <laughs> I don't remember a lot. I remember. I remember when we came back from meeting Joe Bob, Dave and Crystal were just gone. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what no. happened there? Where well, did they go? Well, Wait, I've got pictures on my phone that proved that I was there till like midnight thirty, and I was like, I didn't fucking take those pictures, but I did take those pictures. Yeah. Crystal was very drunk. Yeah, that was Dave making a, a decision. We got to go. Crystal, sorry. We got to go. No, it's okay. We were just kind of like, where did they go? Um, they went to the same people box. that like that they asked Robert England like these uh, questions like yeah, you know I mean, saying? like, but this is what I mean. Like, th this kind of goes into the scream conversation that, that we did a couple weeks ago about but, like how fandom is kind of like it, it, it can yeah. be a little toxic and a little much. Where like a lot of people do overthink. Yeah. Like, the thing, the only thing oh, yeah. that, and, and I don't overthink about it. I just think about it. Is like with elevated horror that we are getting now. Like there are questions. There are things. Like when we talked about Hereditary, there were a lot of neat little things to uncover. A lot of information. Um, but it it stops there for me. Like but, I but I watch these movies. things for fucking fun, <laughs> and I and occasionally they scare me. 
Um, right. But this isn't one of those movies. This is what I mean. Like this is this made, movie has no depth whatsoever. Right. It's this, like yeah, one inch of stagnant water. This is like a really good like like pizza pie with like extra cheese. That that it just tastes fucking amazing. It's There's fun. No need to get into logistics. I mean, the only reason why I even brought it up is because like you know. We've all been to conventions and we've all seen like those kind of people that go to there and ask like these kind of fucking questions. And, and I'm just like, yeah. wow, you have a lot of time on your hands. Right, right. I watch I mean, these movies probably more than you, and I don't ever fucking think about them like that. I'm just like, wow, that was fun. Right, right. Like, I don't really either, but like, I was like, oh, what would be like something like really like off the wall? Like that'd be something. And I'm sure like, that question has been asked. I'm sure. Yeah. It has. Just, oh yeah, like, for sure. I, mean, I don't. I don't, I don't probably know. Probably to him, who didn't even write the script, he just was in the movie. And I'm sure he said some asinine, smart ass oh, thing no, sure, to sure, him. Yeah, he definitely had like a smart alecky, like, "Oh, go, go fuck yourself and go back and eat your your mom's pizza rolls," yeah. <laughs> or something, you know? Like, yeah, like know. go overthink a different movie, please. Um, <laughs> one I'm not in. Uh, so at this moment, the time has come for Sean's shitty reviews. Crystal. Da, 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 da. Alright, I get a couple uh couple decently sized ones and then it's straight up lightning round. Um I didn't find a whole lot of hate for this film. Um, I figured you might have trouble. But the hate that I found is hate. Um, Our first one comes from Too Cool For You, 321. Okay. With his... Check magnet handle right there. Yeah, Too Cool For You. Drowning in pussy. Uh, This is uh, one star. Army of Darkness, a.k.a. How to end a trilogy in the worst possible way. <laughs> Childish and unfunny humor, forced and contrived one-liners. Nothing in this makes any sense at all with the previous movies of the saga. I don't care if they used the quotes from this movie for Duke Nukem 3D. This, <laughs> this screams stupid, spelled S-T capital O-O-P-I-D. Why was that necessary? <laughs> Our next one is from R.W. Duke, one star, a movie for five-year-olds. This movie is so bad, there's very little to say. The movie should not even be rented unless you soused... Hold on. (laughs) Unless you're soused out of your mind. Army of Darkness should not be billed as horror movie at all. It should be in the mindless section. (laughs) Owned. And, and, uh... Mark B, one star, he says, uh, quite possibly the worst movie I've ever seen. Well, you have no taste. Arsini V, with one star, says, it still feels very empty to me. I'm guessing it felt empty the first time, so. Uh, Jacob D, with one star, says, when you talk about the worst movies ever put to film, this should definitely make the top ten. Let's put the book. Um, the next guy uh, has such a hot take, he didn't even want to use a name. <laughs> says, I don't care how legendary and silly this is. I absolutely hate this movie. I loved the first two, but this movie ruins all seriousness about all of them. 
Not even Bruce Campbell's cheesy one-liners saves this film. I'm sorry, Evil Dead 2 was serious? Where did I miss no. the memory? <laughs> did we watch the same movie? <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Sean W., not my Sean, he spells it S-H-A-U-N. Um, the wrong he says, way. You're he says, a, a modern guy travels to medieval times cartoon, terrible gags, slapstick, and boredom abounds. Oh, sorry, there's real actors and practical effects. It's still a Disney-esque, family-friendly, cartoonish film. I leave completely puzzled as to why this trilogy is loved. It's just bad. Not so bad it's good like Plan 9 from Outer Space or Attila. <laughs> no, that's bad as bad. Just bad and boring. Does the TV series at least get good, or is it more of this? I think he described a kid in King Arthur's court. <laughs> I think that's what he's from. <laughs> So All that's right. it for my hot takes. <laughs> so that will go into my review. I give this 9 out of 10 classics. Um, like I said, uh, the, the car is one of my favorite characters in the Evil Dead franchise. But um, I, I mean, I'm just really restating facts for this review. I did dock a point uh, just from minor little things throughout. Um it's uh, it's not my favorite of the trilogy. I do love it, but um, I, I think, you know, we still need it to be more like Evil Dead 2. Um, I, I would have liked that better. Like, it, it was a little too uh, toned down for me. But I overall enjoy it, and I have a lot of fun with it. And I think that that's important, especially when you're, like, hardcore horror fans like we are. Like, we very little scares us. And so, if you're not going to be, you know, scary, be fun. You know, um, if you're not going for the scares, you need to have at least a little bit more horror elements in there. And, and you know, throw, throw some more gore at me, you know. So, those are the, my, my complaints. <coughs> but it's still 9 out of 10. Um, I still love it. And I still enjoy it. Uh, obviously, we put it up on our wall in a huge way. Um and I have Funko Pops. Like, you know, like, I just, I, I love anything Evil Dead related. It never disappoints me. And so, yeah, this is just, this is just a really fun movie. So, 9 out of 10 classics. Uh, Sean? Nico's next. Nico? Oh, sorry. Well, you usually go after me. Oh, well, Nico had his hand raised first. Well, I'm not, you're supposed to be the one paying attention to hands. All right. I'm sorry. I, I was. I was. Um, <laughs> all right. So I will. Little uh, goody two-shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Little goody two-shoes. That's funny. You stole my, uh, stole my line. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to do that too. No, you're good. You're good. I'm going to give this uh, probably no surprise. 10 out of 10 um, elongated ash faces. Um, I, I totally forgot to mention that part of the scene where with the books and he comes crawling out of the book and his face is on. He has to do the, you know, and just, you know, more it really wasn't that much bigger than his real chin. So. I know. I know. Um, I love that chin. This, like I said at the beginning, this film is just a wonderful mashup of horror comedy and fantasy. Um, just great comedy in this great slapstick, great, um, throwbacks to uh, the Three Stooges. Um, it's just this film is just fun for me. Um, I love I love the entire trilogy. Um, 
Candy and I have talked several times about, you know, our favorites of the three and how we rank them. And, you know, just like with every other movie uh, series, Mystery Science Theater, Twilight Zone, that top ten in in all of those changes, depending on the day, depending on, on how I feel. And I kind of feel that way about this series, too. It depends on what kind of mood I'm in, um, which one uh, is my favorite at the time. But if I ever need to return back to one that, that I'm going to get the giggles from, it's this one. Uh, the most quotable and just uh, just a whole lot of fun. So 10 out of 10 elongated ash faces. Okay, Nico. Well, I'm 10 out of 10 boomsticks. Uh, this, is my, <laughs> this is my favorite of the three, hands down. It's the most entertaining. It's the most quotable. It solidified Bruce Campbell fully, I think, as like, the ultimate cult hero for for all of us going forward. Um, the special effects are cheesy as shit, but it works for this. Um, even even with the shitty blue screen, it still works for this. Danny Elfman's score helps propel this with that awesome March of the Dead. Yes. Bit. Yeah. Um, the little cameos we got of, of you know Bill Mosley, Patricia Tallman, um, Bridget Fonda, and I forget her name, but the at the end, the actress that's at S Smart with him at the end, she was also Crazy Linda in The Wedding Singer that leaves Adam Sandler at the oh, altar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we had her in this. Um, Ted Raimi, the ultimate shemp. <laughs> I mean, that, that alone uh, is worth the price of admission. But, yeah, it's, it's the one I watched the most of the three, still followed by Evil Dead 2 and then the original Evil Dead. Um, this is a total dude movie. Let's be honest, and I and I think that's why a lot of guys like this one a lot more. It's just pillow than, talk, baby. Yeah. See. Yeah. And like, like, like again, I love the fact that he's like a clueless. Oh, that would have been a good line. <laughs> he's a, he's a clueless idiot in this movie. Like, and that's kind of like that's us. If we were in that situation, we would be also be just as clueless as Bruce Campbell. Well, I'm like, hey, fuck you guys and your problems. I want to go home. You're and right. Think about it. Like, yeah, exactly. like knowing what you know and, and the technology that you've experienced and you get sent back to the, mm-hmm. you know, the 14th century and you know what I'm saying? Like, like you're going to feel like the fucking, the man. You're gonna I feel like, feel like you would quickly learn that it's just a bunch of other people who know what they're doing and you actually don't know anything. Which we see <laughs> throughout the Yeah, course. yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, that's kind of showing right away. They, yeah. and, they, and they refer to him as Sire at one point, like towards the end. He ain't the fucking Well, he, he had a gun. <laughs> that's, if, if you have a gun, you're good. Right, but, yeah, but, 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 but still, I mean, all... Yeah, I mean, chainsaw. Listen, it, it's a, it's a little like I said, it solidified an awesome fucking trilogy. This is this is like the the horror Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. Re- realistically, um, we got the spinoff series that unfortunately didn't last as long as it should have because that show was fucking awesome. Um, you know, we got video games. We got an awesome new video game coming out this year where you can play as the different characters from. The, the different movies, including one of the knights from Army of Darkness, is, is one of the characters that are playable in the game. That's awesome. We're, we're getting a new spinoff movie with the Evil Dead Rises later this year. I mean, this... I, I know we said it the last time, I said it before, but the original Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2, but this is a franchise that won't die. And I and honestly, if, if it's done correctly, like that awesome remake from Fetty um, Alvarez, I 
well, with open arms. That was any. like a fun, crazy, gory fucking movie. Was, I laughed through the whole fucking movie, and people thought thing. we were serial killers. That's the thing is, like that movie was actually played similar to to the original, where it was like <laughs> supposed to be Stone Cold serious, but it was fucking funny. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it it definitely still is unnerving at points. I mean, there's there's certain parts that a little hard. I mean, I don't get all like you know, but it's like friends that I went with were like cringing in their in their seats watching that movie. Oh, gore makes me is. laugh. I'm just weird like that. But um, but yeah, ten out of ten boomsticks. <laughs> I mean, this this is my my favorite of the three. It's the one I watch the most, and I love it. I love it so much. And Bruce Campbell's the man. Like I oh, said earlier, yeah. this is this is his world. We're all just living in it. Hail to the ten. Um, Erica. Um, boy, I feel like I'm like, I have the wet blanket. I'm going with like eight out of 10 Necronomicons. Um, I, I really do enjoy this movie. I'm just docking a couple points because of, uh, what I see as pacing issues and, you know, some, some redundancy and, you know, like some of the humor isn't entirely my thing, but there's still a lot to love about this movie. Um, I, I think as far as the trilogy, I, I have kind of flip-flopped back and forth about you know which one my favorite is, but I usually uh, default to Evil Dead 2 as my uh, top pick, followed by the first ones. I guess like Candy and I are kind of the same yep. uh, with our ranking there. Okay, uh, Dave and Crystal? I'm going to give it 8 out of 10 bloody geysers. Um, <laughs> one thing we didn't is, uh, and and my quote at the beginning was the uh, the Nick to Barada, you know, I mean, they coughs <laughs> is from uh, the day the earth stood still, which is, yeah. you know, a sci-fi classic, which right there is such a little bit of fan service that they're throwing out there for, because they know that people like us have seen that and, and appreciate it for the classic that it is. And, but the fact that Ash thinks that he can fake out like the ultimate powers of the universe by like coughing through the word, that he doesn't remember, you know, <laughs> and they're going to be like, oh, that's fine. He's probably close enough. It's, it's such a, a statement to Ash's personality in this. He's such like, a, I didn't say every single syllable. Right? Like, uh, it was like close <laughs> enough. It was only, yeah, it's only like the universe and forces I don't understand, but it was probably close enough, which is it's just so funny to me. That's one of my favorite quotes of all time is that, you know, Nick DuBarata cough because he doesn't quite remember the third word because he's an idiot. <laughs> And I, I just love the, the reference to uh, the day the earth stood still. I, I love this movie. This is my favorite of the three. I got to say, when we did the first one, um, I think I came in a little bit low on the score. This is my favorite of the three. It's funny. Uh, it, it's it's only it's less than an hour and a half long, which is great for me because my attention span as I get older is shorter. <laughs> it's a, I, I, like I, give me four hour long Ari Aster movie. Is and I love the skeletons <laughs> just screaming as they explode. It's just so it's so silly. It's so silly. <laughs> Him to say Nikon as one of the N words. <laughs> You're right. Now, you say, I can't remember what the N word is. It's an N word, is and I can't remember what it is. Okay, Crystal, yeah. I'm going to give this eight out of 10 surviving skeleton eyeballs. <laughs> Uh, because when everything melted off of Evil Ash, I looked at Dave and I was like, why the fuck does he still have an eyeball? Return uh, Living Dead. <laughs> right. And then, and then all I could focus on was like, dude still has his eyeball. And David was like, 
I got it. He's got his eyeballs. I'm like, no, he's got his eyeballs. He still has his eyeballs. Post the motherfucker in the eyeballs. He's got his eyeballs. <laughs> he shouldn't have his eyeballs. Um, I like this one. I like the campiness. Like I said earlier, Bruce Campbell puts camp in Campbell. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's the ultimate B-lister. Um, there, there's not a lot that if he's in, I won't watch. Um, and like I said, in the evil dad, I think one of my favorite things about Bruce Campbell is that he's ordained and he will marry people at cons. I think that, that is like I said, we need to get remarried. (laughs) (laughs) That is something that when you spoke about the way that they dress for cons or they dress for appearances, that is something that plays into my mind. Like, you know, if someone asks him, hey, could you marry us real quick or something? I think he thinks about, hey, I don't have a fucking match. Uh, maybe I'm colorblind, but at least I would look presentable in a picture, you know, for a memory or something. Um, but something we did not touch on about this movie that I found odd about medieval times and all these arrows is that they had some very fucking thin armor because every time these motherfuckers got hit with an arrow, it went straight through the armor. Yeah, I was like, wow, okay. That is a really good broadhead or that is really poor armor. And I'm going to chalk that up to really poor armor and very thin. Uh, That's some aluminum. Um, They did not read that chemistry book very well. Um, (laughs) but I do like this movie. Um, I tend to lean more toward horror and more gory, uh, uh, more gory items. Look at us ladies go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like slapstick. I like intelligent horror. Um, but I'm also that person that no matter how old I get, if someone farts, I can't help it. I'm oh yeah, it is absolute I'm sorry. comedy so, to me. Farts are funny. They're never yeah. not funny. <laughs> never. I don't no think they're. Um, but the blue screen. Media should be interesting then. <laughs> the blue screen <laughs> and then everything that they did that's in front of the blue screens, especially the Gulliver's travel uh, <laughs> um, scene where he's tied down and they're supposed to be holding his nose closed. <laughs> your biggest tail like motherfucker was just laying there just he was finally like yep sam stop fucking with me here uh it it takes a little bit away from the movie um for me but you know i enjoy it it is bruce campbell at at one of his like peaks uh besides bubba hotep and um bubba hotep I do too. And Sam Rainey. I, I, I love, I, I just, I, I love this movie, but eight out of 10 surviving skeleton eyeballs. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, Jenna. Um, so I give this 10 out of 10 himbos. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would say the pacing is off and usually I care a lot about pacing but because of this movie, I don't care. And that says a lot. <laughs> um, you know, I, I even though I said that I like Evil Dead 2 more, like, 
it's this is still one of my favorite movies like i love um i love this movie to death um it really changed a lot about me because i saw it at that impressionable age um i like um shawn of the dead was saying i love the mix of um kind of like fantasy medieval comedy and horror uh comedy horror is like one of my favorite genres and i owe it to this movie to like really show me what that was um and you know i and as nico was saying like i love the masculinity in this movie like that was actually like a very appealing thing because it was my first exposure to it and um i i am a himbo in many ways so <laughs> there we go <laughs> yeah i am too <laughs> um so yeah i like it's just fun it's it's just fun like again like it was like oh shit i actually don't know what to say about it because it's just a fun fucking movie mm -hmm. that you can just watch like like when that guy said oh like uh watch it when you're really plastered yeah that's a great way to watch it like totally <laughs> like that was a glowing review in my opinion <laughs> you watch it high you can watch it plaster you can watch it with friends like you can I... watch it sober like it's always a good movie to just put on and you'll have a good time or if you're us watch it with your kids <laughs> yeah watch it with your kid and actually out of the three it's not bad for it's very family friendly. Yeah. True. I it made Ash watch them exposure. the right way, which was first, second, and then this one. <laughs> oh, I know I you was... would, Candy. <laughs> well, because I, I tried to give my kids the horror education that I received and then added <laughs> on to it. So, you know, they, they, they know their horror, correct? Um, but yeah, ten, 10 out of 10 himbos. Love it. Love it nice um so at this time we will do plugs um we sometimes release the episodes out of order uh it's actually become kind of a thing uh we're still so at the time of this recording we i we still have to edit the last episode of season four and we are way into season five right now um but you know you'll get what you get when you get it salsa screams that's what we do but anything House of Screams related uh, and, and or to the people uh, on the show or, um, you know, my Instagram, uh, it's all in my link tree, which is link tree slash candy final girl. Keep it simple. Shout out to everybody in FE pod network, um, which is, you know, of course, our podcast network run by our friend Ian from uh, Dan podcast and the eight million other podcasts he does. Um, everybody there is very, very supportive. And uh, shout out to Joe, Bob, and Darcy. <laughs> Can't help myself. Sorry, I had to do that. Uh, nor should you. Right. Well, this is now the uh, official Joe, Bob, and Darcy uh, approved. Yeah, it is. Um, they they uh, they did us all a solid, did me a solid. Um, that story, uh, I guess I'll save for now, but I'll put it on another episode. Uh, it, I'm too emotional still about it, so I, I'll start to cry and ruin my eyelashes. Um, so yeah, uh, Shauna the Dead, what you got? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna the Dead. Uh, shout out to all of our listeners, and uh, shout out to all the the other horror podcasts out there, uh, fucking killing it. Oh yeah. 
Um, Nico. Okay. Um, no, you can just find me on Instagram and Twitter at El Jefe Del Horror. The boss. Um, we're still trying to raise money for this movie. Maybe now we got some clout that'll, that'll, that'll change. Um, <coughs> I will use it to the best to my, of my ability. <laughs> I want to give a quick shout out to my boy Joe Biggs, a.k.a. Biggsy the Hustler. I mean, this guy um, loves Bruce Campbell. I don't think there's anybody more in this world that loves Bruce Campbell than this dude. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I want to shout him out quick because I know he's anything Evil Dead related he's all about so he'll be on this episode listening to this so i just want to give him a quick shout out to the end um also shout out to our you know brothers in arms that are in here the cinema drunkie and and mac the all-star so and i just want to say like my favorite part is my um my mom she you know she i grew up watching this and she doesn't know anything about horror and she only knows Bruce Campbell. Like I was like, "Oh, Bruce Campbell, you know him, Ash Williams." And then she saw a picture of him. And she's like, "Oh, that guy! Oh, that guy I used to watch." So now I just call him that guy. Oh, that guy. <laughs> Reminded me because she thinks I'm the biggest fan just in the world. <laughs> real quick, because I know and I, and I used to watch it, but I totally forget. I know he was what was he? He was the the, the Prince of Thieves, right, or something? Or in, yeah, I don't like this. Uh-huh. What was his name? Auto like it's that's it okay i couldn't i couldn't remember i know he was like like this big like huge like supporting character wasn't he supposed to eventually get like a spinoff show or something and like i don't know then like the popularity of both kind of died down yeah yeah he should have and and he and and briscoe county jr which is now having a renaissance um that had failed also he was he was in burn notice too yeah, he was a oh, burner yeah. for a long <laughs> time. Yeah. And also, too, shout out to Ivy. I know I'll be coming on the shows. Uh, yeah, soon. she will be on she soon. She has the biggest crush on Ted Raimi. She loves Ted Raimi. Okay, I wasn't expecting Ted Raimi. Yeah, Ramey. she loves no. Ted Raimi. She actually, we were, we were, I'll tell this real, really quick and then I'll, we were supposed to go to um, Horror Hound in Cincinnati when her and I were in, were in Indianapolis for work for our company that we used to work for. And then COVID hit. But Ted Raimi was one of the guests, and I had told her how I met him at, at the New Jersey Horror Con when I was there with Felissa. And she's like, oh, my God, how was he? I'm like, oh, he's like, he's really cool. He's really chill. She actually went out and bought a, a jo- is it jo- Jox- Joxter? Is that his, was that his name on the show? Yeah, yeah. She bought a Joxter the Mighty shirt specifically to go meet him for the photo op. That's how much <laughs> she loves Ted Raimi. <laughs> I, I've, on, I've never heard anybody have shows. a crush on Ted Raimi. Oh, yeah, she <laughs> he's loves a good looking guy. He loves him. I, um, next time she's on the show, bring that up to her. Yeah. About her yeah. Ted Raimi obsession. I'd <laughs> say uh, one of my exes, for some reason, would always pick on Ted Raimi. Like, <laughs> Ted Raimi. Only in Sam Raimi movies, blah, blah, blah. And I, like, and I was like, you know what? Ted Raimi's going to be my favorite actor from now on. Favorite <laughs> actor for life, just to annoy you. So, yeah. And he played I agree. himself in that episode of Creepshow where it's Bob Ross versus the evil dad. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So, you know. That, that, was, that was pretty fun. That was a great was a episode. Great I do love Ted. Episode. Like, Ted Raimi is, like, hilarious in everything he does. <laughs> he, I liked him in Intruder is. when they, like, chopped his head and his headphones, like, slid down each side. <laughs> What was Darkman when he comes out of the sewer? (laughs) (laughs) What's the drink that he made in um, Ash vs. Evil Dead? Oh, with the with the Pepto, right, or something? Pink, yeah, something pink. Yeah, yeah. I I want to drink that. I'm gonna find it. I'll send it to you. (laughs) 
It has drugs in it. I know that. <laughs> we can't. We can't. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> unless, it's, unless it's marijuana, we don't. We don't fuck with anything else around here. Well, I'm on like fentanyl, Norco. I'm on all the drugs, but I don't have any fun with them. So I mean, Lucy in the sky with diamonds. I'll I'll get down with that. Uh, when I was younger, <laughs> yes. Yes, please. It was still trip. I, I I can't. I have too much anxiety. I can't do it anymore. That's I can't. I can't smoke weed because of that. Same. Miss it. I miss it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who else has plugs? Erica. Um, not, uh, not a whole lot in here. Um, we are, um, going to relaunch our, uh, cosmetics website soon, or actually on a new platform. Yes. And um, here, and, uh, we're working on a special collaboration and the orders were just put in today. So it will be exciting to announce that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. And, uh, <coughs> Hopefully we can get Andre on on the show because we're gonna. Be I really doing, hope so. We're gonna be doing some of his films, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Jenna, did did you have plugs or did you already go? Um, no, I just talked a lot, and <laughs> I, I I'm guilty of the same. <laughs> um, I don't really have any plugs. You can find me on Instagram. At Zombie Futon, Twitter, Zombie Wasabi. Nice. She posts hilarious shit. I try to be funny. Especially on Twitter. You succeed. <laughs> yes. And we found out we have a lot of movies in common that are not horror. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's always fun. I always yeah. like her post. Um, Dave and Crystal. Well, normally no, but I was uh, honored to be on Ian and Nico's podcast of the Dam, where we talked about the Omen, which you know might be the number two ground zero horror movie for me of all time, behind Night of the Living Dead. So it was a great conversation, great movie. So I hope you talked that. about Gregory Peck a lot. I haven't got to listen to it yet. Uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting role for Gregory Peck, but a uh, uh, great conversation, great movie. Uh, seek that out, and just there and here, and that's it for me. Awesome. Uh, Crystal. And as for me, anywhere you can find Dave, you'll find me. And if you listen to that uh, podcast of him with Podcast of the Dam with Ian, uh, you will hear me in the background being like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> <laughs> a little snippet there as we talk about baboons. We did talk about baboons a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nasty fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> baboons. Yeah, with her being a nurse, uh, she she judges the wounds. Yeah, but, you know, like, as far as social media, though, all I really have is Facebook. So, really, if you find Dave, you'll find me, and that's it. That, I, that is it. That's all I got time for. Understandable. <laughs> that's that's like the I actually have Instagram post to Facebook for me. I never really get on Facebook anymore. I have it for Messenger so we can all talk. I, I'm a, I spend so much time on Twitter and Instagram for this show. It's, it's literally the first three hours of my day, especially since the Joe Bob thing. Like, it's it's a job. Uh -huh. It's a fucking job. <laughs> so, once we hit our 4K, which hopefully will have happened already, um, I'll start releasing my extensive cosplays that I'm going to start doing. So, 
thing that I'm gonna. Don't forget, people are gonna. You're gonna be at Monster Mania, so people will be able to see you at Monster Mania. Yes, I will be at Monster Mania in Cherry Hill, um, and I will be at Days. uh, Yeah, that's in March. March Uh, 11th and 13th. No, March 10th, 11th. No, 11th, 12th, 13th. Yes. 11th, 12th, 13th. I don't know. Yeah, 12th, 12th. They're they're fucking It's the it's the same every fucking year with with that show. Well, same with Horror Hound. Um, but yeah, we will also be at Days of the Dead. Uh, Joe, Bob, and Darcy are going to be there here in Indianapolis uh, uh, in July. So hoping some of you can come out. One of you can come out. Any of you can come out. But if not, more than likely September. September yeah, the the thing is, is I hope that they don't fuck with the dates because otherwise I'm going to Chicago. I've had MCR tickets since before COVID mm-hmm. hit. Um mm-hmm for Chicago and I'm not missing that. That's a me and Nan thing that we're doing. So whatever. Um, yeah, seeing them in the Netherlands. Yeah. So we I, are going to Days of the Dead next weekend. This weekend we're going to an Oddities and Curiosities uh, convention, oh. the world's largest sideshow uh, event. Oh, that'll oh, be nice, fun. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. That's cool. We have those a lot here. There's a there's a um, strange. It's called the Strange and Unusual the shop here, and they typically have like a like an oddities like like little flea market that they do on our area like a lot. Mm. Actually, the next time you guys are in Scranton, which is going to be in March, uh, um, there's a place here called Noir. You might like it. It's like a almost like a like a dark like goth gothic um, restaurant bar. Do they serve past nine? And do you get salad to go? Will they give you drinks or do you have to order three at a time like me? <laughs> I was so fucking thirsty. Oh man, yeah, that was just crazy. <laughs> I, I have video of that. And I just happened to be recording when she was like, do you guys want the cells to go? And we're like, why the fuck would we want them to go? We're going back to hotels. Are you fucking crazy? But um, I love you guys and thank you so, so much. It's always fun. Always a good time. Love you. Love you. Good night. Night. All of you, kiss your kitties Thank for you. me. Yes. yes. Broke another blind. Yeah, she did. Oh. <laughs> Doing a Brenda. I saw you guys looking off into the distance and pointing, and I'm like, a cat did something. Yeah. 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 Broke blind. Apparently, Larry's the only person that comes on the show that has dogs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Love yeah. Dogs. But anyway, love you guys. Good night. Good night. Love you guys. Good night.